Hey, hey, hey guys, it is Sharissa Merrill with The Merrill Project, where I teach families how to build a food storage that you will actually eat, no matter your diet, no matter your food sensitivities, no matter your picky eaters. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, so I'm going to cover why you need an emergency binder as part of your emergency preparedness plan. Now, some of you may be really, really hesitant of not wanting to do one because it really does take a lot of time and it is an investment to find all the paperwork and everything like that. And maybe this episode will give you a little bit more of a nudge to actually get one set up or maybe you've been meaning to do it for a while and you've just never taken the time to. Well, stick with me because next week I'm going to start going through my process of how to create and work on your emergency binder with all my tips. So in this episode, I'm going to give you a few reasons why you use an, why you can use an emergency binder, whether it is actually an emergency reason or a non-emergency reason. And if there's any things that I didn't list, please feel free to hit reply and let me know because I'd love to hear more ideas of how you have used your emergency binder. So the first off, how you can use your emergency binder for emergency reasons is one, a stolen identity. If somebody's stolen your identity or they just took your wallet, they have your driver's license, they have your credit cards, they have your bank account cards, uh, how are you going to cancel everything? Like, how are you going to know or get into anything? So with the credit card and all that information actually in your emergency binder, there's a number that you can call and cancel those cards without panicking and freaking out and having to go find it online. You can just go straight to your emergency binder and cancel everything in 30 minutes or less because you have it done there. So it's going to really help with your, with your stolen, with a stolen identity. Another way is it will help with kidnapping. I hope this never happens to anyone, especially it's just so hard to think of it. And with my five kids, it's horrible. But it's near emergency binder. You have a child ID kit. You have updated family photos and you have information about your kid. So if you're frazzled like me and you you're talking to the cops and you don't you don't know what's going on or you're bawling your eyes out, you could just give them this page of the emergency binder and they have all their information about the kids, what they need to know about them, pictures, photos, and all of that stuff. So it's gonna help with that type of emergency. It's gonna help with a medical emergency. Let's say I've passed out on the ground and my husband doesn't know any of my medical history or the kid's medical history, or I am gone out of town and he has to take some kids to the doctors. All of your medical history and his is all in one place. So you can easily just take that binder with you and have the medical history there. Now, if your kids have a lot of history or you have a lot of history and medicine and everything like that, it's all going to be in your binder so that you can use it easily and give that information easily to the ER or something like that. Okay. Another one is it is proof for providing information for who you are after a disaster. This can be either photos of finding missing pets and family members. This can be proof that you own this house. This can be, it's proof of who you are. Maybe your wallet or your ID or your photo is gone, but your emergency binder has all of your information to actually give you proof to who you are if for some reason you lost that during an emergency. Another one is you have policy numbers and phone numbers. So let's say your house is destroyed by a wildfire, right? Um, That happens a lot on the west side of our country here in the United States. And if you can have your policy number and all that information on hand, you can be more at the top of the list to getting things taken care of because you have that information. 
I don't know about you, but I've changed my home insurance quite a few times in the various homes that we've had. And I can't tell you right now who our home insurance policy is through because I do, I get it done, I check it each year. But in my emergency binder, I have all that information so I don't have to worry about that. So you have your policy numbers, your medical insurance, your dental insurance, all of that stuff. And then the last, um, the last emergency situation is you can start replacing your important documents that might have been ruined. So your marriage certificate, your birth certificate, you have copies of those in your emergency binder that you can use to travel and other stuff, but also as proof to help replace those important documents. Okay. Now for some non-emergency reasons for the start of school, how many of you guys have started a new school and you need to know all of your kids' medical history? where they've lived, their social security number, and everything else, right? So much information. I did that two years ago when we moved here to Arizona, and it was ridiculous. But the emergency binder helped because I had all that information in one place. Another non-emergency reason you could use your binder is by selling your home or car. Uh, in the emergency binder, there's places where you can write the date and the major home improvement or car improvement and the estimate of the price. And this can give you an idea when you're trying to sell your house. Oh, what year was it that we re-renovated the bathroom? Or when did we get that new hot water heater? All of that information is in your emergency binder. Now, another non-emergency thing, which I typically use yearly, is shopping for insurance. Home insurance, car insurance type of things. Um, I am able to look at my what my home insurance is and car insurance is and see the prices and what that policy is. So when I'm shopping around, because every year they increase those prices, then I'm going to try to save money where I can with a big family, right? I have all that information that I don't have to dig through my filing cabinet to find because it's not as organized as it probably should be. But it gives you that information on hand to call for shopping insurance, which is actually what I literally did this morning and I'm waiting to hear back from on some quotes. Another non-emergency reason is you forget your login information. I do this all the time or I clear the cache in my computer and I don't remember my login codes, right? So you have all your update, login, website and all that stuff in the emergency binder. I do have to say sometimes it's kind of annoying to write them all down, but it's better to be safe than sorry with that. Another non-emergency is you have phone numbers. So if your phone gets dropped down the lake and you don't have anything, you have important phone numbers to your close friends and family. Now, I know we have social media and that makes it a little bit easier to recontact with people, but this gives you the close family and friends in case other numbers are down and you have to use a payphone or a cop or something like that. It gives you those numbers off the top of your, um, on your paper so you don't have to remember it in your head. And then the last thing that's a non-emergency that I have on my list is you have pictures of your household items for proof for robbery or theft. They say, hey, I have two years worth of freeze-dried food storage here, which is worth $10,000. And they're like, ha, right. You're just saying that. Well, you have a picture of it all. You have proof of that. You have proof that that jewelry is yours. You have proof that that gun is yours and all of that stuff. So um, those are my list of what you can use an emergency binder for. I would love to hear what you use yours for. And I do want to throw in there, if you are like me and you hate or you have so many things that you have to update with your binder, I got sick of printing off pages after pages after pages or scribbling stuff out in my paper binder and just 
all of the pictures and having to reprint pictures that I actually created a digital emergency binder. So I do have a hard copy of my basic emergency binder, which we keep locked up, but I also have a digital copy. So when I go to update my emergency binder two to three times a year, I actually go in and I can just type and make changes and quickly drag and upload new images, uploaded family images, pet images, all of that stuff. So if you want to do a digital emergency binder, I am going to put a little plug in here that is, is only as safe as you keep it. I do it all online and then we save it on an SD card and we lock that SD card up and we have a few other copies that we keep locked up in various locations, but we still have it online so that we can take it with us. So if we're home and if we're not home and there's a fire, we can still have our emergency binder with us. So go ahead down below this video and this, not this video, this podcast. Um, in this email below the link to this podcast is a link to where you can look more about a digital emergency binder. I have updated them now, so I actually have it up to a family size of eight. And if you have a family larger than eight, please let me know because I will gladly let you just buy one and give you whatever you need for the rest of that information. So go ahead and check out that down below if you are sick of printing off your emergency binder and re-scrubbing all that stuff. And next week, we are going to dig into my top tips and cover a four-part series of actually putting your emergency binder together so that you can work on it one week at a time and tackle the overwhelm of the emergency binder. Thanks for listening, Bestie. Have a great week.